2: It's 10 o'clock on Saturday.
1: Why don't we pick this up Do you know anything about sensory deprivation tanks? Specifically how to build one?
0: Sensory deprivation? What, What
1: is this for? Fun. Okay. Well, why don't we talk about it Monday after school, okay? You always say we should never stop being curious. To always open any curiosity door we find. Dustin. Why are you keeping this curiosity door locked?
0: Team Kid, Team Teen, and Team grown-ups finally join forces as Dr. Brenner and his team of goons gets ever closer to capturing Eleven. Jonathan and Nancy share their findings on the monster with Hopper and Joyce at the sheriff's station, and establish contact with Mike and the gang as Dr. Brenner ransacks the Wheelers' house.
2: Eleven wants to help everyone find Will and Barb, but she needs a flotation tank to amplify her powers. Hopper and Joyce lead everyone through the school where they round up a kiddie pool, 1,500 pounds of
0: salt, and fill the pool with hundreds of gallons of 98.6 degree water. Eleven psychically enters the Upside Down, where she finds the grisly remains of Barb and a very weak will clinging to life in the Upside Down version of Castle Byers, the wooden clubhouse he's built in the woods. Joyce tells him to hold on, but the Demogorgon is quickly closing in on his location. Hopper and Joyce are quickly caught by the military police at Hawkins' lab, but Nancy and Jonathan decide to resume their monster hunt and finish what they started. Welcome to Dungeons & Demigorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just finished watching Season 1, Episode 7, titled Chapter 7, The Bathtub. Uh, Misleading title, I gotta say. The Bathtub is really only featured for a moment. more like the kiddie pool. Yeah. It's more like we don't understand how ratios work, and (laughs) we decided that pure, pure numbers that the math teacher, or the science teacher gives us are gonna guide us. It
2: seems like she needed some room though. Like she she really went spread eagle to, to to reach out that far.
0: Yeah, I guess when you don't have the the lead weights yeah. keeping you down,
2: you gotta really it's, just stretch it's, out. It's not scientific. It's <laughs> uh it's bed bath, the bed bath and beyond cables yeah. Uh, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I haven't said this in a while, but I thought this is another one that kind of flew past. Like, there yeah. was a relentless pace to... And it is about time. Like, uh, we said in the, the breakdown that all the teams that we've independently tracking have kind of come together. And it's yeah. nice. It's nice to see everybody sharing the bits and pieces of stuff that they know. And for the kids to get a little bit more firepower, um, you know but but things move so fast that like you have you you scarcely have time to to cover everything that happened like we didn't really talk in the in the uh you know the 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 recap about the pretty awesome chase scene yeah uh mm-hmm. we didn't get to talk about steve's kind of change of hearts and, and break uh-huh. up with his asshole friends um a lot of stuff gets pushed by the base because the the plot is just advancing very very quickly and it feels good um
0: yeah it does it, there's there's a lot of stuff to like here um I I think this is one of the best episodes, in my opinion. Um, Like you said, you kind of get just lost in the the plot movement um, and it it feels good. And there there are a couple of just straight up awesome scenes. I think one of the reasons this felt so like such a good episode to me is because the kids were kind of doing everything that I expected them to do. I'd say, you know, they'd be in a predicament and I'd say, okay, now cut through the yards. Right. And they would go cut through the yards, and I'd say hide in the bus, and they'd hide right. in the bus. Like it, it felt like they were doing everything intelligently.
2: Yeah, they act like you're, they act like smart kids, um, mm-hmm. doing the things that smart kids would do in those situations, which is you know as we've discussed a lot one of the the pleasures of the show. Yeah, I even think that 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 tracks true with the older kids, Nancy and Jonathan. That mm-hmm. uh, you know when the adults start to. Steal their glory, so to speak. They start thinking about, hey, you know what? Uh, So got all those bear traps. That's right. And they're only in the police station. We (laughs) We can go get those. What are we going to do with them? But – and it's funny because, like, (laughs) the adults. because when I – as I was – that's the thing about the show is, like, as I was watching uh, Joyce and Hopper go back to the lab – and he's, like, cutting the fence in exactly the same way. I'm like, I, what the fuck? Do you think this is going to work the same way twice?
0: <laughs> and the first time you got caught.
2: Right. Like, adding Winona Ryder yeah. is not going to help. And instantly he's, <laughs> he's, he's taken uh, captive by the military police. So it's like, okay, now... Like that, that, that's all. That's all I really want out of a show. To like, uh, a person of average intelligence can can poke a hole in the problem. and so can yeah, the bad guys, for sure. And then stretch yourself to come up with a situation of how they can get, how they can, how they can free
0: themselves. Yeah, it makes me wonder if Hopper has a plan beyond just break in. Like maybe he wants them to find him for some reason. I think he. I don't think make he can a, talk his way out of it. But yeah, and like,
2: how is he going to talk his way into the portal? I mean, I get once you're inside of the portal, you can just dive in and yeah. Find will you know? I, <laughs> uh-huh. I I don't know. Find will. I'm also a little curious about why they didn't think to try to find a portal near Castle Brier or Buyers.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: But I don't think they know how that works. Honestly, I don't. They've like only I, seen one portal, right? I, right.
0: Like, although Nancy and Jonathan, Nancy and Jonathan, have, have seen,
2: and they've actually been in the the Upside Down. Yeah. Um To be fair, I don't understand how all the portals work because, like, one of the big questions I have at the end of this episode is. How did Barb get into the, the Upside Down at the bottom of that pool? Mm-hmm. Like, these portals don't seem like they are too fast to open and close, and we go from her sitting on the diving board to her at the bottom of the pool and the Upside Down mm-hmm. did,
0: like... She just thought it the was Demi- the drain. Gorg- can Demi Gorgons just flash uh, a portal in place? Like- I don't know. I, I mean, the... The saving grace here is we just don't know. Right? No,
2: it's so. and it's it's nice that I guess they have that many cards close closer to their vest that so they can still do things to surprise us and and it also it's like it makes sense that the kids like they just they they don't know any more about how this works than we do. Yeah, because uh, they're just observing and trying. And, and I also like the fact that like Nancy and uh, Jonathan are like free with their information about like oh so they're attracted to bloods like well it's just it's just a theory. Uh huh. We we haven't
0: done any controlled experiments on it yet. Yeah, the, the other thing that I'm wondering about with the Upside Down is Elle's connection to it. Is is Elle physically there? I mean, she doesn't go through a portal like yeah. most people enter the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. She seems to be psychically there. Is she in physical danger? When she or is she goes it, in like, there the Matrix the rules that
2: if your mind makes her? Right. Because, to me, the way they're suggesting with this inky black background and just, like, little bits and pieces, pe- like, like, she's psychically traversing yeah. the, the upside down. And we
0: can see her physical body is still in that pool. Right. So, so
2: I, I think that the worst that could happen is that she gets really, really scared and would, would come out of her <sighs> yeah. communication trance or whatnot. Hmm. But, you know,
0: there's also a we lot do of— We know there's some psychic toll— that that takes on her you yeah. know like she bleeds from the nose when she uses her abilities Does, yeah, yeah, yeah would something equally uh, you know in, in proportion i guess happen if the demogorgon got a hold of her psyche? well and you
2: also got i guess the ultimate end to that question is since this is doing some kind of damage to her if she used enough of her powers would it just right. kill her like yeah. would her brain liquefy and roll out her nose yeah i mean i assume so yeah so, I I mean, I thought they did a lot of good work with Elle because, like, mm-hmm. all those flashbacks of her father kind of abusing her and taking advantage of his uh, – I'm I'm calling her father, Papa, because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, that's something we speculated last episode, whether he's her biological father. But, you know, th- that stuff all pays off because you see her skepticism when Joyce is, like, trying to give her this pep talk while she's, you know, prepping her blindfold is like, you know uh-huh. – Uh, If if things get too scary, and a lot of things that we've seen her father say, like, oh, you know, everything will be okay, and I'll be there for you, Um, but it works, because, you know, Joyce is there, we can see her as she's in the tank, she finds Barb's corpse, Yeah, uh, which, let's talk about that here in a minute, um... Mm She she try, she comforts eleven and, and eleven instead of every other time like when she's been with her dad and she just like you know shits her pants and runs out of the room. Uh, she she stays in there and is able to make contact with with will as well. Mm-hmm. What are the Demigorgon Is the Demigorgon I don't know if there's more than one. Uh, what are the, what is the Demigorgon doing with with bed's body? Is it like an alien type? They're spawning inside her. Barb's
0: body. I. It looked like something alive that came out of her mouth, which was fucking gross. For some reason, I mentally, like, didn't connect that to the Demogorgon. It was just more like this is a creature from the Upside Down that was oh, just sort of there's, this in. is got, this is a dimension with its own ecosystem. Yeah, and... that's how I felt. Because, like, you, you see all the slime stuff around, right? I assume that's organic and that it grows. And, and I mean, it's all
2: over, like, Castle Byers. And... So let's, let's run with that theory for a minute because I think it's funny. Um... So the Demigorgons just think with, with when, like, a house pops up, that's, like, a natural feature, like a mountain range.
0: Yeah, the, k- the castle or the house. Or... Yeah,
2: like, like uh, you know, it's like, hey, this is just a creepy forest, and now there's a subdivision here. What the fuck? What kind of natural phenomenon could cause this?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't think about... Um, maybe the demigorgon's just mad that we're destroying its natural habitat. Right, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, we're urbanizing the, the landscape the, here. the psychic
2: spotted owl, and they are yeah. mad. Because I... <laughs> You know I have I've also developed this working theory that the upside down is kind of like this limbo that's between the two worlds. Like if you look at mm. if you went to the Demogorgon's home world or home dimension whatever, it would look like just straight up you know, all the goopy. It, it look like an alien den from one of the alien movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um but like the, the 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 neutral zone is kind of like a mix of our two worlds or what each world seems okay. to other's prism. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't ma- it doesn't make any fucking sense that there's human structures and whatnot in right. the upside down.
0: Yeah, that swimming pool and Steve's house. And yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I don't know, and it's weird too because when L goes in, she seems to be. I'm wondering, like, what is the actual purpose of the water? Because if you look at you know the environment that L ends up in when she goes to the upside down, it's this water floored mm-hmm. blackness. You know, mm-hmm. so i i assume that it's just a sensory deprivation thing that helps her focus but there might be more to it like water might be a key component yeah of, of getting over to that side i don't know i mean there is a lot of like i, I mean, mean she a... wasn't in the water when she saw the russian guy so Rawr, when she found him wasn't? she was just sitting at a table oh you're right you're yeah. right I wasn't. I thought. The, I thought they did put her no. in the tank
2: when they, she said you got to reach out further than you've ever been before. Oh,
0: I. I think yes, they did in that scene. But when she found him the first time, she was just sitting at a table and piped it through the. Oh, the but that was when the guy system. was in the
2: same lab. That, I don't think he's a Russian. I think he was a volunteer. It was reading shit, a, a list of random oh, shit off yeah. the paper.
0: Might be right, but she was still there.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
2: You're definitely right about her being there. <laughs> I also like speaking of the character development, like the fact that like Lucas and Mike are now reconciled. Um, I liked. Uh, there's also some really good moments with like Mike and Elle, like they have this young romance and like the fact that like also it's it's funny that Elle, who's been risen, who's been raised away from girls and television and movies and radio, still worries about her physical attraction. Yeah to other boys when she she can no longer salvage the blonde wig. Mm-hmm. Um when when Lucas so Lucas has got his radio band, uh rubber banded to his his handlebars. Uh-huh. How is he transmitting his I I don't know. A rubber band around it, the it, transmit button. But but then then how is he hearing what the boys are saying?
0: Yeah, that's fair. Like there's like, like
2: like they they have this nifty little like radio shag earpiece that they give to Dustin. So like mm-hmm. you know maybe he's got some kind of like uh voice voice recognition or what, what do they call that voice talk to talk? It's like a push to talk. Oh it's yeah. This.
0: Yeah. Uh voice sure.
2: activated voice mm-hmm. activated talk like he, maybe he's got something but what what what's going on what's going on Lucas I don't know I, I don't get that I, I did like the ba- the the bike race like that's a well-worn you know it, it it's like you've seen it in ET you've seen it in mm-hmm. uh it's the last action hero uh you've seen it in Final Sacrifice uh here we see it in in Stranger Things and I like how they do reverse ET cuz in ET uh the the psychic alien levitates the the children above the threat and away from the threat and uh-huh. here the psychic alien l uh takes the threat and fucks it up and launches <laughs> it in a parabolic arc b- above the children yeah um but it was so awesome that like it and also like <laughs> lucas is like it's awesome well wasn't awesome when you were the guy flying through there <laughs> no it wasn't i bet the guys in the repair truck didn't think it was very awesome
0: yeah I was super happy that the gang got back together in the cold open, though. Yeah. That they brought Lucas
2: back into the fold. And and he apologized for the traitor stuff. She apologized for the lying. And you really do feel like now everybody is is, is getting back together. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I, I did find it suspect. Like, how many repairmen, what kind of electrical power and light problem do you have- that requires the attention of four vans and like fifteen repairmen. <laughs> I feel like though in a residential area, if you
2: see if you saw five or six repair vans out of nowhere with repair dudes, you would be like, "Huh, I wonder what they're doing." But you wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, we're being invaded." It would be unusual, how many repair not... vans before you go, "Oh my god, we're being invaded"? How many? I don't know. Is it number eight? You're Is right. Twenty? It no, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Because I would just assume, because I don't, I I don't open my mail uh-huh. uh, because I pay all my bills online, and like I just, I just like I try to minimize my fucking destruction, my like unless unless something looks like it's fucking important, uh-huh. and you know, like I, I I what I'm what I'm getting at is like if I get uh, something from the power company, I usually file thirteen it because I've got I've uh, I've got uh, email billing and all that shit, mm-hmm. so I would just assume. Well, shit! I've missed a notice about some neighborhood upgrade to whatever. I wouldn't <laughs> leap to, oh my god, a government conspiracy is is got a stranglehold on our neighborhood. Like you would, you how
0: might, many trucks would you like before you start calling the cops? I think it's pretty close to the number they had on screen. Here, you would call the cops yeah. and say, "Hey,
2: there's a suspicious number of repair trucks on my
0: street." I think so, and there's a guy in a trench coat leading them. Uh, there's, there's some woman boss. who's just, who's just dressed like a school teacher out there. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? Or, I mean, somebody would at least go talk to them and say, What well, Hey, that's a lot of repair trucks. What's going on?
2: Yeah. But I bet they got a smooth answer for all that. Like if it's some joke, you neighbor came up and said, I mean, I mean, one thing if they started like fucking tearing up the yards and stuff, but it looks like they were there just to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> f- confiscate all the boys D and D equipment and kidnap
0: L." Yeah, they were. That's the worst part of this episode.
2: Well, you know, all the you, board games, the, their walkie-talkie. If you, if you let, is a well-established fact in the eighties. If you let young people do de- Dungeons and Dragons, you'd end up with <laughs> demons in a real world, and we have demons in a real world. So now, the shit yeah. needs to be confiscated, and before before this gets out of hand, I also like the they played like Mike's mom and dad is like. There's a you know they're going back and forth about oh you know maybe we should trust the government versus like because cause Mike's dad is an idiot oh my god and he's like well, it's the government honey they're here to help and uh which which this is well into Ronald Reagan's uh, term of office that's how he got elected no one says the when the government comes calling and says they're here to help no one no one feels reassured by that and she's screaming and yeah. yelling and saying you know what is this bullshit and you've turned our house upside down and confiscated all my son's expensive D&D shit, and Dr. Brenner sits down and says, look, it's okay, I just need you to trust me. Do you trust me? And mm-hmm. she says, what kind of fucking Jedi mind trick is this? How is that, like, how is the fact that <laughs> a guy people... in the
0: London fog sits down and tells you just to chill? <laughs> I don't know. He maybe should have taken the coat off. But yeah, some people just are have more trustworthy air about them, I guess. Like, this lady clearly was not cutting it. Yeah. And they bring in Dr. Brenner and all of a sudden Yeah. I don't know, they she's get all
2: mushy. The the good goon, she's the bad goon.
0: Yeah. Uh I couldn't help but notice how badly Jonathan fucks Steve up. Oh man. And Steve's face is mashed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that that uh and only because, you know, he loved Nancy. Right. Like you can tell you can you can tell the love <laughs> came through and the lumps he took in his
0: face. Uh-huh, when he was calling her a slut and she shouting gets, names at that's her.
2: That's the other thing is like I never realized I mean, I don't understand why Steve was with these guys because he seemed like his you know, I have I've I've gone through a full circle of what I think about Steve in yeah. these episodes. But You're supposed to. But uh, you know, I always thought it was weird that like, you know, He's pretty superficial, but he seemed like a lot. He seemed like a, a, a bit smarter mm-hmm. and fundamentally less cruel than those two. Yeah, and it's
0: ironic that the the superficial view of Steve is that he's superficial, right? Yeah, like underneath it, he's actually got a, a good heart. Yeah, you know? kinda. It's you know he's got his good parts and bad, like uh-huh. like everybody. But yeah, he's
2: not. I mean, I forget what the name of this couple is, but they're just such reactionary and they got no imagination. It's like everything in their world fits into some kind of Mm. loser-slut bracket, and all their combinations are some kind of weird amalgam of those two qualities. Yeah, Like, oh, did you see the look in his face when he was beating the shit out of you? It's so weird. Like, you're turning a defeat into a victory because the guy had a weird look on his face? Yeah. And you're going to say that he probably had the same when he killed his brother, even though they found... I I don't know. They're just so fucking stupid it makes my <laughs> brain hurt. Apparently it makes Steve's brain hurt too.
0: Yeah, I'm glad he he finally broke up with his horrible friends. I will say that I don't I don't think that would I think that
2: he would break up with the friends, but like I my experience with the the rich little shit in town, they have wide latitude for abusing their friends before mm-hmm. their friends cuz like, you know, they're the ones with the beamer. They're the ones that the parents at <laughs> the rocking house that have the Who parties. Go on
0: trips, yeah. You
2: don't want to be on the bad side. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to fuck up the money spigot, man. Yeah, that's true. I, I thought it was uh, you know Biff Tanner or whatever the fuck his name was pretty, uh, pretty pretty cavalierly throwing away the rich the the, the rich spoiled boys
0: patronage. Yeah, maybe he's well, gonna just regret thought... that
2: in season two, Biff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> he to be waxing his car to get back in. That's right. That, that money
2: spigot ain't ever gonna turn
0: back on. The last
2: time he's waxes his BMW.
0: Yeah, I guess he just pushed his luck a little too far. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. That kid's a shit though. I don't like him. Yeah. Uh, the the one time, so I talked about how you know the kids are doing all the the right things according to to my brain. Uh, you know, hiding in the bus, but then when they get this call on the walkie this is the one time the lando calrissian example is the one time where dustin's pop culture logic fails him yeah i they do answer the the thing anyway but i feel like it's over dustin's protests i mean that's yeah
2: right i mean that's ah, that's like i said that's that's the terror that's that's why you know this like we've been talking about game theory a lot on podcasts and that's why it's such an interesting subject because you really never know There's, there's there's you can only talk about probabilities and percentages like Mm-hmm. What he was saying about Lando Kyressian is very smart. Like, yeah. that's 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 good advice. But you know and I'm not even <laughs> sure why Mike didn't take He's it. Just happened like, to be wrong. Like what yeah. they never show and I wish they did, they showed the kids discussion that finally led Mike to like getting on the mic getting on the mic.
1: Mm-hmm. Mike
2: getting on the mic and confirming his his their presence because they cut away, they show the adults and they show Hopper kinda of like desperately, angrily trying to use his cop voice on the boys and look like discouraged like he's giving up and then all of a sudden Mike responds. Yeah. Cuz like I felt like that both Lucas and Dustin were aligned of like, yeah, you can't like and now the cops are there too. Like there's
0: no way, no way this isn't a Lando Calrissian situation. Yeah, they they almost seem to trust the cops more than Will's or sorry, Mike's sister in in a way. Because huh. somebody was saying, like, oh, your sister, maybe, but not the chief. I think it was Lucas was saying that.
2: I wish they had, like, I don't know, because it, it's kind of mysterious. And I think that, like, I would have bought if Elle could have some kind of empath thing going on. And maybe oh, she gives yeah. him the high sign of, like, no, I feel like I have a good feeling about this one, guys. But, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently they also. Another subtle point is they show, as they're having this back-and-forth conversation across the walkie-talkies, they show a walkie-talkie at the Wheeler's house that's on, on the mantle. Right. Um, now, it's such a, a, a quick shot, and Hopper had just put the CB down at a similar location to, uh, that you'd almost mm-hmm. be forgiven that they're just showing, but I, you're supposed to get the uh, the impression that there's a third party listening to it, obviously, the repair truck goons.
0: Yeah, I'm not even sure why they did that. If they were just going to have Hopper come in and mash them with his fist of fury? Yeah. Uh why even bother? I don't know because it's that's
2: the one thing like I I want to buy that Hopper just has got this fucking right-handed doom that solves all of his problems. Uh-huh. Uh but it does stretch my credibility that he can just get to drop on these yeah. heavily armed like these guys all have some kind of weird James Bond dart gun. Mm-hmm. Like does that not work on Hoppers? Maybe he would they be f- more there. or less afraid to, to pop a few sleepy caps in some big dude? And there was a bunch of. I them. think maybe they. There was a bunch. There was out. like three cars full of dudes.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if he didn't steal the trank gun from one of them and just oh, go and just on a the rest of them. I yeah. would like to
2: have seen that. I would too. It might have been yeah. a little too expensive to show that in season one. <laughs> right,
0: but... a couple of close-ups of darts going in next. Yeah, because it just too seems expensive. like that's <laughs> you, you know, like copper's just a little
2: bit too. Like, he's he he he's got the invincibility of, like, a 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger and a 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. Uh, like, him getting captured by the military police is the first time that he's kind of, like, not been able to just,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, bull in a china shop his way through a situation. Um, yeah,
0: but, I don't think they're going to be as kind to him this time. He's not going to wake up on his couch with <laughs> a bunch of beer and pills around him. Maybe,
2: maybe. It's, it's him and him and uh, uh, Joyce will wake <laughs> oh, no. up naked in his bed uh-huh. with with booze and pills all around. <laughs> <laughs> yep. At what point after they've caught you and they put you in the bed the next be- day, do you just like, all right. How obviously, many times? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, every single time it happens, when are you going to be like, you know, maybe I am just imagining all this? Yeah. <laughs> this is just
0: my weekends, I
2: guess. They just, they just double down. Like, I'm tired of missing <laughs> 24 to 48 hours of my life.
0: Fuck, yeah. Fuck Will. He can
2: find his own way out.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what the plan is there because I feel like Hopper has a plan. Yeah. it's And part of it is to get captured. Because yeah. otherwise, man, he's an idiot. He just led them right into the mouth of the beast. We're talking about Mr. Clark. Out of nowhere,
2: okay. he's got this hot girlfriend that he's putting the moves on on a late Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Didn't see that coming. No. Uh, no. He is punching way above his Hoosier science teacher weight. And I love how... How Dustin calls is like, how would you make a century deprivation chamber? And he's uh-huh. like, oh, let's pick this up. I'm, I'm making a moves on the sweet lady. And mm-hmm. Dustin's got this line about, you're always talking about we should never leave shut a door of curiosity. Why? What was it? Something about why are you keeping this curiosity door locked? <laughs> right. And the next scene is like, you know, he's just taking dictation of how. Like, Also. Yeah, it's great. I don't know. My experience with Midwestern science teachers is a lot different, but I don't know that I could go up to any of my science teachers and be like, yo, man, plans for sensor deprivation tank, go. Yeah. Or, like, bleeding-edge theoretical physics, multidimensional theories, go. And
0: they would be able to dictate <laughs> me. Right. That's more like if you're in college and you have a professor, maybe. Yeah. But when you're talking about... Like middle he's school know kids. exactly
2: how much salt to add to like, or he's got a book on. it. this is before yeah. the internet; he can't just get on his phone and be like, no. uh, you know, neutral
0: buoyancy, average person, <laughs> parts per gallon." You yeah, know? he's got those equations in his head. Yeah, that's impressive. Which makes me wonder, like, what's in his basement? Does, <laughs> he's got what? a sensory deprivation
2: tank. Yeah, and hot girlfriend's going to discover it before the end of the night. Oh no! It's going to be in you know, a good
0: way or a bad way.
1: Uh, well,
2: you know, you look at Mister Clark and you tell me. Uh huh. Does it involve uh, lead weights? He's. It's. <laughs> I'm a little worried. It's for going this. to be like. Uh, you know, you you might have nightmares about the thing unless you try to cleanse yourself in this uh, nutrient boiling buoyant tank I've got here. Uh
0: huh. I don't know. He seems, seems Don't worry. Of, you can keep your dress on because for some reason, like the sensory deprivation issue is is not. Or the sensory deprivation aspect is not disrupted by the dress. Yeah, I love A big how weighty, floating piece of cloth around. Yeah, you. I, I
2: love how this is exa- this works equally, if not better, than the government's multi-million-dollar <laughs> right. bubbly tank with the uh-huh. abyss helmet and the lead. <laughs> lead uh <laughs> the, the tunic that she's wearing yeah, and the
0: head like they have like some head sensor mesh on her yeah, yeah, when yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. this yeah none of that's necessary apparently if, if you know me.
2: what if joyce just held her hand during the whole thing they didn't need any of that shit no they didn't need any of that shit if if, if dr brenner actually like the key thing is uh if he actually cared about l as a person none of this would have ever happened
0: yep uh that's about all i got for this episode yeah, I think so. Castle at, Byers is I guess done. It's it's mashed. The the thing comes after Will.
2: Um Will I understand you've been in the upside down for a good long while now. Several days. Yeah. Um but you can't sing, buddy you're hiding out from yeah. these monsters mistake it's a bad idea like i I get it the clash is cool mm-hmm. uh you're trying to colonize the the upside down with rock and roll <laughs> Punk. It, it's it's just it's just not it's just not gonna work no uh you're gonna get killed before you can really make a dent I did like the the double high structure of the last part of the episode where you see the adults getting ready for their mm-hmm. you know they're they're cutting holes in barbed wire fit or Chain link fences and nancy and and uh, Jonathan are breaking into the police station, getting all their shit. Nancy decides wisely maybe to get a a fire extinguisher I guess why i uh, I don't I mean, really know where she's going with that idea, but okay, uh, they got a can full of gas yeah and a handful of matches. Probably not a bad idea to have a fire extinguisher. I mean, yeah. has Jonathan impressed you with his capableness thus far? I mean, he did beat the shit out of Steve.
0: That's the only thing he's done that's really impressed that's me.
2: The, that's the first, and he's a, he's a hell of a photographer. Yeah. He really knows how to work those that, that lab <laughs> shit. Uh, I, like,
0: I'm all for just burning down, burning the upside down entirely. Like, if you want to let a fire rage over there, go for it. Yeah,
2: napalm it. It's the only way to be sure.
0: Yeah, it's got horrible... Uh, slugs coming out of people's mouths mm. and demogorgons—none of it's good.
2: All bad. Uh, we have the finale left. Yeah, and then we'll be done with season one. Ready for season two?
0: It feels like there's still a lot to resolve.
2: Yeah, in the finale. I, I wonder if the last episode is like uh, a double length episode. Hmm. I don't know that. I don't know Maybe. that's true. I don't remember, but like it does feel like there's a lot of stuff to clean up. Yeah. Uh, because you know, especially since. Uh, uh, Hopper and and Joyce are in a negative position now mm-hmm. it's not like you know if they were at the if they were cutting through the fins I wouldn't assume that they're going to get caught and have to get now they're now they're going to get caught right. they got to get uncaught and uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe the theme is the kids are going to be the ones ultimately save the adults this season maybe. thanks for listening to our season one coverage of Stranger Things if you like what you hear and want more check out our, all of our television movie and pop culture content on baldmove.com If you'd like to help support our podcast and get a ton of bonus content and features, check out club.baldmove.com. We'll also be taking feedback during our upcoming Season 1 wrap-up podcast, so send that in to StrangerThings at baldmove.com. You can also discuss this with your fellow fans at forums.baldmove.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jim. See ya.